Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 25 of Soul Food where we're going to look at reflection which is an extremely important practice and an extremely important virtue which really opens up the heart to deeper and deeper understanding of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and of reality. In this episode we'll look at the relationship between dhikr and reflection. So yesterday's episode was about dhikr, remembrance of Allah and reflection. We'll look at reflecting on God's power and ability, and we'll look at reflecting on divine blessings, and we'll look at reflecting on the nature of the world. And each one of these forms of reflection will look at the result and the fruit of that reflection. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the verse that we looked at yesterday, but looking at it to the end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna fi samawati wal ard, that in the creation of the heavens and the earth and in the alternation of night and day are signs for those with understanding. Those who remember God standing, sitting, and lying down. So this is the part about dhikr, about remembrance. And then continuing, and who reflect on the creation of the heavens and the earth. And they say, Our Lord, you have not created all this without purpose. You are far above that. So protect us from the torment of the fire. So we see here, even in this verse, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the people of understanding as people who remember Allah and then follow that remembrance with reflection. What dhikr does is that it gives the heart insight. It opens up the heart to the understanding of the realities of existence. That when a person remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that the remembrance of Allah permeates the veils of their nafs, of their ego, that it opens up the, the heart, their eye of insight, this inner eye, to understanding realities. So once the heart is opened, a person is able to reflect at a deeper level. So when they're looking at the world, they're not seeing the world in the way that someone who's heedless, who doesn't remember Allah, whose heart is not alive, they're not seeing the same thing. So when you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah blesses you with kind of that remembrance affecting your heart, you begin to see the world in a different way you begin to see things in a different in a different way. Imam al-Haddad beautifully says that there's three basic forms of reflection. There's many more ways to reflect, but there's three basic forms of reflection that we'll look at. The first way to reflect is reflecting on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power and ability and the divine uh, the divine act of creation and the wonders within creation that indicate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power. Allah says in the Qur'an, قُلْ انظِرُوا مَاذَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ 
Say to the people, look at, uh, look at what is in the heavens and the earth. Reflect upon what is in the heavens and the earth. Look around you. All these wondrous things, these, you know, millions of stars and galaxies and the cosmos and looking at the, the earth, looking at the wondrous creation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed on this earth of human life and animals and plant life and you know uh, uh, the environment itself mountain ranges and valleys and deserts and you know even lands that are full of ice that have life and that have animals and so forth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says look at what is in the earth looking at the complexities of creation and when a person reflects upon this they start to realize that this beautiful order this amazing complexity had to be put here by someone, had to be placed here and fashioned in a particular way. And one of the ways that we actually reflect on this kind of, you know, the, the beauty of Allah's creation is that we have to get away from technology. I mean, technology is a really big distraction. And I don't know about you, you know, many people are listening to this from all over the world, so I don't know where you are particularly, but I live in, uh, I live in Toronto, which is a very, you know, uh, is a is a is a city. It's a big city, so we're surrounded, you know, by the concrete jungle, as they say. So I need to get away from all of this and go on retreats and get into nature and actually disconnect from the distractions of, you know, modern society and technology in particular to actually have that space, that mental and spiritual room to reflect. So this is a very important kind of reflection. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another place in the Quran, In the earth there are signs for those who have certainty. And in yourselves can you not see? And there are many other verses in the Quran that really recommend and encourage and remind us to be people of reflection. Think. Look at the world, look at yourselves, look at life, and reflect. And Imam al-Haddad says that the result of this kind of reflection, the fruit that this kind of reflection bears, is that it gives one an understanding of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names and attributes and essence. And that a person sees his divine power within creation. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name, Al-Khaliq, the Creator, you begin to see that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name, Ar-Razzaq, the one who provides, you see that in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides for everything on earth, from insect life to animals to human beings, that when the rain pours down and everything is given life through that water and that rain, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name, Ar-Razzaq, the provider, is manifesting. You see Al-Qawi, the most powerful, the one who firmly established the mountains upon the earth. And you see Ar-Rahim, the most merciful, when you see the way that mothers treat their babies, even in the animal kingdom and beyond. You see many levels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, but you have to reflect in order to really see it. You have to think about it. Imam al-Haddad says the second kind of reflection is reflecting on divine blessings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Remember Allah's bounties so that you may prosper. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Rahman over and over again, reminding us of all these various blessings and saying, Which then of your Lord's blessings will you deny? And then He created you and He gave you understanding and gave you the Qur'an and gave us all of these things. So which then of your Lord's blessings will you deny? You have all of these blessings, but you have to reflect on those blessings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That all good things that you possess are from God. Every single blessing that you have. And alhamdulillah, we spoke about gratitude in a previous episode. But we need to reflect in order to actually reach that virtue of gratitude. When we reflect on our health, our wealth, our family, our well-being, our safety, these are all glorious gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we have to reflect. And different people have these in different levels, but even those who have little sometimes are the most grateful. But it just takes us to reflect and to think about these blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. The blessing of life, of existence of the ability to know Him, of intellect, the blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is keeping our bodies functioning without us even thinking about it. We don't have to think about breathing. We don't have to think about moisturizing our bodies and our tongues, that our mouth is continuously moisturizing our tongue, which gives us the ability to speak regularly and function. And we don't even think about it. It's not something that you consciously do. There's a, a, a narration that's passed down that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to one of his prophets. He said, when, Whensoever I grant you a grain of wheat, even something as simple as a grain of wheat, which most of us might think of, oh, that's not much. That's nothing to be really thankful for necessarily. Just one grain of wheat. But Allah revealed to this prophet, Whenever I grant you even a grain of wheat, know that I have remembered you thereby. Therefore, thank me for it. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provided you specifically and decreed it for you that you would have this much food, that you would have this much uh, provision, that you would have this much protection and your family and all of these things that he specifically gave that to you and many things that you have that someone else might not have. So he remembered you and took care of you. So you need to reflect on that and become thankful for that. And obviously, Imam al-Haddad says that the fruit and the result of this kind of reflection is love and gratitude. Is love and gratitude. When you sit there and you say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me all of these things. Specifically, He thought about me. He took care of me. He provided for me all of these things. Then it can't bring anything about other than love and gratitude and thankfulness. The last form of reflection that we'll look at is reflecting on the nature of the world, is reflecting on life itself. You know, the, the question, the philosophical question that is like the quintessential question is, what is the meaning of life? What's the purpose of life? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us time and time again, and the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, reminds us that's something that you have to reflect on. You need to seek the answer to that question. Allah says in the Quran, وَمَا هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا لَهْوٌ وَلَعِبٌ 
وإن الدار الآخرة لهي الحيوان لو كانوا يعلمون that the life of this world is merely an amusement and a diversion it's not the end all be all the last abode is indeed the true life if they only knew if they only knew and the way that they come to that knowing is through reflection so reflecting on the world reflecting on the reality that everything fades that new things become old strong things become weak young things young people become very aged and and weak in their old age and everything in life fades and dies everything even if you look at inanimate objects a building will last for even if it lasts hundreds of years after a while it doesn't look as nice as it did when it first was built that there is the world itself has a nature of ending and temporality and fading so we need to actually reflect on that a person says if that's if that's the way that everything functions then what is the point and the point is for us to recognize allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and recognize that the purpose of our life is to turn back to him and to seek him and to obey him and to fulfill our lives by worshiping him subhanahu wa ta'ala as allah says wa ma khalaqtu al-jinna wal-insa illa liya'budun that i only created humans and jinn so that they could worship me and that is the meaning of life and imam al-haddad says that the result of this kind of reflection is that a person turns away from this world and begins to focus on the hereafter if this world is always fading and the hereafter is eternal then the person when they reflect on that then they'll focus on the hereafter so those are just a few kinds of reflection that if we really implement in our lives there will be amazing results and that brings us to the call to action the call to action is put all the technology away and any other kinds of distractions you get notifications you get text messages you get all kinds of stuff put that away even for 5 minutes and just sit down whether you're looking at the seaside or you're going out into nature or even if you're just sitting in your room you don't necessarily have to be somewhere special and just reflect for 5 minutes a day reflect on yourself reflect on your where you are reflect on where you want to be reflect on life itself if you do it even for just a few moments every day it will bear beautiful fruits and amazing results So let's start with that today. Just take a few minutes and reflect. Ramadan is ending. Reflect on that. Reflect on where you want to be. Reflect on what kind of person you want to be, what kind of achievements you want to have. Reflect on life itself and what your priorities are. And inshallah that will bear wonderful fruit. And we ask Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala that he make us people of reflection and remembrance and understanding, deep understanding, and that He make us people who are beloved to him. Uh, we ask him for his tawfiq subhanahu wa ta'ala. Please remember us in your duas in these blessed last nights of Ramadan. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.